Hey, Mama, wouldn't you like to pause from your busy day and listen in to experts and homeschool parents like you about the beautiful world of homeschooling? This new podcast is designed for you. Each episode connects you to the best conversations that will give you courage and fill your cup so you can keep pouring into your family every single day. Introducing the Hey Mama Homeschool Show, brought to you by The Old School House, your trusted homeschool partner for over 20 years. Hey everyone, it's Christine Weller here, and today joining me for the Hey Mama Homeschool Show is Steph Morrison. Say hi, Steph. Hello, everybody. Our topic this week is help. I want my kids to be good financial stewards. Steph and I are both co-workers here at the Old School House, and uh, we have actually talked a bit about this topic of uh, teaching our kids about financial literacy through our, our live streams at the Canadian Schoolhouse, which is a division of the Old School House. And so we have come together again to bring to you some great ideas to help mm-hmm you get get some great information on teaching your kids about financial literacy. And, you know, we, we've also got a great list of resources too. So we, you know, want to ask the question, you know, why should we teach financial stewardship? And, mm-hmm. you know, it's not something that gets on, you know, your radar, <laughs> you know, right out the bat when you're thinking about homeschooling your kids. You know, you think, okay, we got to we got to check off English, we got to check off math and science and, you know, all the all the core subjects there. But uh, financial literacy, hmm, that's something that we don't really think about. So why should we teach financial stewardship? Mm -hmm. And, and just that financial stewardship, I even like that term, just on that little bit of a different angle of what we really focused on for that other talk, Christine, on financial literacy, which is kind of the same, but it's like that, why teach financial stewardship? And that stewardship is really taking good care of your financial life, right? Just like mm-hmm. taking good care of your physical life, right? Like your your physical needs for your body, like knowing good nutrition and, and exercising, right? Yep. It's also sometimes one of those things, just as you mentioned, it's not everything as a as a home educating parent that we're we're putting top on the list, but it's actually really important. And I think one of the reasons I find it so important is that I got like zero. Well, maybe right next to zero, because there is a few uh, courses that that I vaguely remember in high school of getting some kind of, you know, budgeting financial knowledge, but it was mm-hmm. not at all about real life, right? It wasn't really about, because it's actually not about knowing how to do accounting or bookkeeping, but those I think are skills that that we should be teaching our kids at at least at a basic level, at least being Mm. aware of what that is um, so that they could have somebody else maybe do that for them, but they're not completely oblivious to the, to the necessity of that. Now, of course, that being more so if you're running a a business kind of needing that that Mm -hmm. bookkeeping or Mm -hmm. accounting, but it's really everything in life is really when you're an adult is really based on money in in some way right we think of where mm-hmm. where we live in our home even getting you know sometimes you want to or or need to get a get a loan and you want to know about i know just recently just in the general math grade grade 6 math i guess it was there was a lot in computing interest on loans and then also on investments right so it's giving our kids that financial knowledge, which, which you can mostly get in courses, 
But I think we should go so much further when we're actually every parent, whether your kids are in school or not, every parent needs to give them this real, this real sense of being a good financial steward, because you definitely don't get that in, in school. So I think one of the things that we can do that's probably the easiest is as the parent, be the example. Show your kids mm-hmm. yep. what you're doing with money, right? Don't keep that as something that, oh, well, we don't talk about money around the kids. Talk about yep. money around the kids. Talk about how much you're spending in groceries. I actually yep. just this morning, yesterday, anyway, I'd usually do my grocery shopping online, or at least that's my favorite way to do it, right? I get all my order and then I just go and pick it up. I just wait outside, right. they bring it out to my vehicle. And it's actually a way in, in doing that. Because when they tally it, they tally, you know, you get your number of, of stuff. But as I'm putting everything in, the amount is going up and up and up, right? Yes. And, and my boys are actually quite well aware of what we spend in groceries when we we go out, especially when I shop that way, because I don't know, I just, because I'm, they're right there in the living room, usually as I'm, as I'm shopping online and, mm-hmm. and thinking at the groceries, right? And I want them to be part of that. So so some of the easiest things we can do is just stuff that you normally wouldn't necessarily do and let your kids know about, like just let them know about it. not as a lesson, not as a, I'm going to teach you about money, real focus, but just as like, this is, this is a life skill you need. And, you know, maybe I want you to do the shopping. That's actually, mm-hmm. I just thought of a new idea. Maybe I'll have the kids do the shopping because part of that being a good financial steward is actually buying things that are appropriate to spend That's money right. on. And there is a a lot, right? In the grocery store that we can just waste our money on. And I've been guilty of that a lot more in the past than I am now. I'm I'm pretty good, especially when I when I shop online and just do my grocery shopping that way. I very, very much less impulse buys than when I'm walking through the store. But it's true. Even just teaching that mindset about don't have very many. Anyway, don't have very many impulse buys. And as you're shopping, think about that best use of your money. And I think in the way, and also it's a better for your body, but think of things like not so much processed and frozen foods and say, I probably pretty just pretty much just got myself down now to, I will buy frozen vegetables and I'll buy frozen, uh, well, I buy frozen meat, but I don't usually buy that from the grocery store, but I'll buy frozen, frozen vegetables and frozen fruit. And Mm -hmm. what else is in my freezer? There's something else that's regularly, but I don't. So at once upon a time, I used to buy frozen pieces pretty regularly. And I Mm -hmm. used to buy like frozen, you know, like chicken nuggets. And like, I used to do that regularly and I'm not, I'm not coming down on anybody about that, but I'm going to tell you, it's more expensive to buy that. And it's better for your body to just not have that because that stuff is a little bit processed. I'll Highly processed. Get, yep. I'll try not to get this on a topic of like what what food is better for our body, what God may have intended more as the nutrition for our body. But just on the finance being a good financial steward, it's actually not so much about knowing your how to, you know, your your sense and your equations and your as it is about, you know, re- restraining from spending your money poorly. And I think maybe yeah. that's when I think of being a good financial steward, just myself and, and where God leads me to in that way. It is, it is a lot about making good choices with my money. Even if mm-hmm. I have lots of it to spare for me to just go and waste my money on, like I'll, there's lots of things I could say, but speaking of food, if I just go waste my money on convenience foods, cause it's so much easier yeah. um, than 
And I feel like I'm really not being a good financial steward. Now, I like to buy good food. I like to buy good quality food. And I will spend more money on certain certain types of food I'm buying. But I don't I don't want to get stuff that I, I don't feel is a good good use of my money or a good use for what I'm spending it for. So I think that we can cover like I'm just using the food as example, but you can cover that in anything, whether it be what you do for entertainment, whether it be what you have for a vehicle, all that kind of stuff. So, and I think I'll just mention one other little thing on the topic as far as in, in my home. And then, and then Christine, you probably got a couple more examples because you guys are a little bit younger. Um, We're mine are 12 and 15. So at this stage in your their life, like they they do have money regularly. Like they don't go out and spend it very much, but yeah. they, they do yeah. have money that they just get from different birthdays and mm-hmm. uh, money that's sitting there and, and they can spend money on. And I actually really want to encourage them to be spending more money on some of the things they need. So I I'm a big proponent of the like giving them money. So not so much an allowance, like I'm not much of an allowance person, but giving them money that, okay, well, instead of me buying your socks and underwear and pants, this is the money you get. And you Mm -hmm. have to have this much money to be able to buy that stuff. Uh, I think I'm doing that. Like I have not done that yet. I'm going to fully admit that, but that is on my mind to do that probably with both of them because it just works easier that way. But (laughs) definitely my 15 year old really needs to learn that type of real life budgeting. So that, that is definitely one of my plans. And I think one of the best things we can do before our kids move out of the house, because that's what happened to me. I moved out of the house and I then had to figure out how to budget and spend money on the things I needed and maybe a little bit of what I didn't need, but what was left over. And sometimes I kind of got that mixed up. (laughs) I didn't have enough money for what I needed because I maybe spent more money on what I didn't need. And Mm -hmm. and anyway, that's like, we just need to be the example. And it's because I didn't learn that from my parents. And it's not that um, necessarily like that my mom was bad with money. It was just, she never shared that part part of 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 the example of doing that. Yeah, Uh exactly. And so just, just as simple as that, as sharing that and, and then giving them that opportunity to um, have that money and maybe even make mistakes. Right. And then you just, suggest, Oh, well now you don't have any money to buy. Like you want some pants. You're going to have to save up some more of this money that you get to be able to shop yourself. And, And then actually giving them that, you know, they can go into the store with their cash, but they can't do that online. And so I don't know how that's, how that's working right now. I mean, I still might, but I'd really love to have that set up where they can, they can do shopping online for what they need, you know, nicely gets delivered to the house. Well, to our post office box for (laughs) us specifically, but for lots of us, we can get it delivered right to our house. Right. And, and it's, um, it's something that they should learn how to do to make those online orders. So anyway, they don't have cards themselves that they can do that with. So right. uh, it's that got that figured out. So if you're feel free to comment about that, if you have got something where you set your kids up, because just a bank card doesn't really work for most things, right? You need some type of a, of a credit, credit card. card. Yep. Of, yeah. Whether it's a prepaid or a, so anyway, I might, I might go that route, just getting a certain prepaid amount and mm-hmm. so yeah I like the idea is. of a of a prepaid because then that gives them that opportunity to budget because I've mm-hmm. only had I only have this much money so and and just like just like you I'm trying to do different things with my boys and as you mentioned my boys are younger so you know there's only 
so much I can do right now. Mostly I'm trying to teach them the value of money and, you know, that that money doesn't grow on trees because my six-year-old, yeah, thinks, oh, yeah, I can just go outside and pick off a $20 bill and, hey, we can go have McDonald's. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So they have learned, you know, my six-year-old will now, instead of, you know, when he feels like it, oh, I feel like having McDonald's, the first thing he'll ask is, mom, how much money do you have? (laughs) And I know know the McDonald's question is coming. But then I will say, well, we've got to buy groceries. We've got to buy you some new pants for special church services coming up. You need some new clothes uh, for that. And so we've got to do this and this and this. And then, you know, they start calculating in their head, you know, and I'm just giving Mm. them random numbers, of course. And, you know, eventually they walk away and, okay, we we don't have money for for McDonald's because McDonald's is on the bottom of the list. (laughs) And, uh, you know, and as you were saying to, to share and have these conversations with them, you know, I share my, my logs with when I submit my, my work logs every week, I show, I, you know, if they're around, I'm like, you know, and they come up with those kind of questions. So how, you know, can we get this, you know, I really want this, uh, this toy or, or something that they wanted. I'm like, come here. And I will show them. And I said, so, so I worked this many hours this week. So this is how much I'm getting. And as I mentioned, they're still young. And so they think, they think 50 bucks is, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. huge. Whoa, you're going to be rich. (laughs) So, you know, we're still trying to figure, you know, yes, yeah. (laughs) We're trying to still let them figure out how the value of of what that $50. And so, and then I stop Mm -hmm. and I say, well, actually, you know, that $50 is only going to get me X, Y, Z in the groceries this week, you know, and show them, okay, that that really isn't a lot of money type of thing. So then they start learning and they are changing as they get older as to what they're asking for and, and how they view their, but so they're just starting to earn money through different things. And as yeah, uh, birthdays and all of that stuff, mm-hmm. they get gifts and stuff. And so, you know, my older one, he's 10 years old and he decided that he needed, like absolutely needed, a new computer mouse and it had to be some specific thing for clicking. And I, I don't, he, and he presented, he did all the research and it wasn't outlandish. So I, but I didn't think he needed it, but anyway, he needed a lesson. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, fine, you can give me and I will purchase that for you. So he dished out the money for it. And so now he's, finding it hard because now his brother has caught up and passed him in terms of the amount of money that he saved. Oh yeah. So, and with my younger one, we're learning how to change out money for larger sums and smaller sums and all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, how many loonies did you collect? How about we put that together and how many bills would you get for that many loonies and, and all of that stuff. So we're Canadian, by the way, (laughs) Mm -hmm. we've got loonies over here or dollar bill, dollar coins. And uh, so then he runs around because he's got bills now. So he's changed mm-hmm. his coins in for bills. And so now his his brother, older brother is thinking, oh, now I spent my money. So now I don't have as much. And so 
his younger brother's talking about things that he wants to buy, but he can't afford them now because he doesn't have it. So these are all great lessons. And because we talk about it often, money is like, is an everyday thing. And so, you know, hey, if I'm buying something from Amazon, you know, we talk about it. Okay, so mommy's going to put in an Amazon order. What do we need? So, you know, before they'd be like, oh, snacks. And so now they'll now they'll actually look around the house. Oh, mom, we need shampoo or we need toothpaste, mm-hmm. like those kinds of things. I'm like, see, they're getting it. They're finding out, okay, we have to get what yeah. we need. And then learning that we need to save for the other things that we want, um, but we can't get right now. So yeah, definitely have those conversations. And um, one of the other things that homeschoolers, I, I, I find especially, um, especially for, for moms out there who are looking for, you know, that extra income may start, you know, a, a part-time, you know, business that they can run from home. And a lot of times that becomes a family business Mm -hmm. And the children get involved. And so that's one of the things that, you know, we can be teaching too. So you had some points there, Steph, on on Mm -hmm. business money management and teaching how to start and grow a business. And as I'm listening to you at at the age your kids are, and, you know, really that learning about finances and money and stuff like that can really start as as young as well really as young as even just counting little money right so hey if they grab some money with their hands like three three and four years old that's really when you when you start right and then just you build on that and build on that and then really when they get to that age of even being now both mine being mine both being 12 and and 15 they really I'm, i'm working on real life skills with them on managing money. So one of them is, is running a business. So we've actually, my husband and I have pretty much always run a business the whole, Mm -hmm. um, our whole, our boys whole lives anyway. Um, And so, and so they've been a little bit part of that. And I do all our bookkeeping. Uh, I take care of all the financial side that way. It's like one of my worst, like I, I, I'm not going <laughs> to use that word hate, but that's what came up into my mind. Cause I, I don't like to use that word. It's so strong, but it's it is my, one of my least, least favorite, favorite too. Yeah. <laughs> on, it has to be done though. And it's actually one of those skills that you need yep. and we should, we should be having, we should have our kids know because it can come, come useful in, in so many different areas. But for instance, the whole having a business and, um, you know, entrepreneurship overall, you learn so many skills from it. So I want to share one resource called Rising Innovator. And we actually haven't gone through this course yet, but it is a a free course that Rising Innovator provides. So it's risinginnovator.com. And it's, it's, it's a program, it's the course more or less, that helps kids bring business ideas to life. You may do this, do this, uh, your kids could go through this course and it's a, it's a business that they'll actually, actually truly bring to life, but it could just be an example of all those steps getting up to it. So I think that's one of the best things that we can do for our kids is to give them that, those skills of entrepreneurship and whether they end up being an entrepreneur or not, whether they go the business route or maybe more career route, they're going to get skills with that that are going to help them so much in any financial areas of their life. Because there's just so much about starting and growing a business that finance comes into it. And you can share if you know any of these programs. So a mock investing pro- platforms. So really made for kids. In fact, 
I'm thinking of one that I've seen and really, really geared to homeschoolers specifically, but I think, I think any kids, any teenagers, that is, you really want them at that teenage, teenage level of understanding. And so doing this for investing. So uh, I've seen some of the where there's like lessons in it. So you're learning about how the stock mar market works, what it is, what what really is happening with that money that's getting put into stocks, more or less that are that's getting put into business, right into into business industries, and, and really what that's like, and then giving you the opportunity to have a mock investing account, which you can have online, you can invest in real time trading, you can do that online with real money. Mm -hmm. um, so they're, they have that platform worked into their uh, learning system there to be able to give teenagers or really, I think, I think adults could, could have a good use of that as well. A lot of adults don't know what, what really the stock market is and how that works in the, the trading and how that money it's moves true. around. Um, and especially assessing wh what is a good investment and, and what is not. So that's something I think is really essential in, in teaching our kids is just about the investing part. And there's actually so many different, not just investing in stocks, there's so many different other, uh, many, many things we can uh, invest our money in. Um, and also, uh, I know there's a number of different platforms that really offer that opportunity to do some real life budgeting. And when I say real life budgeting, it could be budgeting that that the kids are doing that involves your family's budget, your family's finances, or it could just be like a mock kind of thing that they can get experience in. So uh, just know that those platforms are out there, that those courses are out there and just look for for that like teaching teaching teenagers about finances teaching teenagers about investing teaching teenagers mm -hmm. about budgeting right mm -hmm. and you'll find some really really good resources specifically in the homeschool industry where where people have made some really good platforms to to be able to get give our kids real life experiences almost like real life experience yeah. <laughs> um using those kind of platforms um yeah and we also have um we do have some some resources for you, so definitely check out the oh, yeah. show notes. Um, specifically, we'll mention a, an article called Money Management for Kids, and that is going to list uh, a number of resources, um, specifically from schoolhouseteachers.com, yeah, um, which is one of our divisions um, here at the Old Schoolhouse. And uh, so, so definitely check that one out. And we also have at the Canadian Schoolhouse Biblical Financial Literacy by Tom Lip. And uh, I definitely encourage you to check all those out. We have about four or five articles um, that will be there, all uh, from a homeschooling dad and who is passionate about teaching your kids about financial literacy from a biblical perspective and um he's actually it's got been... a really great platform as well so check exactly check out those articles and go see the link in the bios at the bottom so mm -hmm. he has got a really neat platform for teaching financial literacy that that kids can i think mainly teenagers is probably teenagers and and up but into adulthood as well is what is what is gearing that his website for but he's got a whole um yeah like a a, a learning system there that you can can learn from but these articles actually he's giving away some Really, really, really great, great stuff. Um, and I mean, I was reading through them just for myself because, you know, my guys aren't quite ready for that in-depth kind of study yet. But it's it's just for you as a parent too to just read through all of this stuff and be encouraged that, uh, you know, this is this is really important information. 
mm-hmm. um, just for you as, you know, being financially responsible, I guess, uh, is the word I should say. And then how to teach that to your kids. Because sometimes it's sometimes it's hard to talk about money. And uh, but it doesn't have to be. So you just need to inform yourself on, you know, the things that you can say um, and share with your kids. And then you just go from there. You take it one day at a time. And make it a regular part of your day, just like talking about the weather, maybe or yeah, exactly. Talk about daily. Just talk about, oh yeah, I'm gonna like tomorrow. Actually, we're going in to buy chicks and we're gonna spend $305 on some little chickens mm-hmm. and little turkeys, right? And and as uh, uh you know, there's just always opportunities throughout mm-hmm. your day, whatever you're whatever you're buying, whatever you're budgeting for, whatever you're saving for. I don't think we talked about saving near as enough as we should. Such an important part of being a good financial <laughs> steward yes. to always say, you know, be saving a portion of your money, whether that's saving it for something specific or just always, always putting away a little bit of money that you're saving as well as uh, giving. And actually we just kind of, we'll let Tom cover all that stuff. Yeah, his article true. over that. He's got one that's specifically about, about giving uh, one that's, is it specifically about saving or it's got a good portion about saving? Yes. Anyway, yep. It's yep. Uh, through, through that article series, there's, there'll be pretty sure that there'll be five unless he happens to do any more, but there'll be five by the time this is, uh, this episode is launched. So I'll give you the, uh, the breakdown. So you'll, you'll find productivity or, you know, using your money to serve others. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're just that that mentality of, of what we use our money for. Uh, two would be consumer habits. So our spending, how we're spending, what we're spending it on. Uh, number three would be saving and investing. Uh, number four is the sharing or giving. And number five will be just praying over our money, which mm-hmm. isn't, which is important. And uh, just off of what you were saying earlier, Steph, I, I thought about this, this very old man, way back when gave me some advice from my church, very wise old man. And he just, and quick story. (laughs) I just happened to, I was working in the church office and um, he just happened to wander in and he's like, make me some tea. And I'm like, okay. So we headed over to the kitchen and (laughs) making this and some tea. And he sat down and he just happened to just wanted to share some pearls of wisdom. And he said, when you are working, You're going to take 10%, give it to the Lord, and then you're going to take 10% and put it away. Mm -hmm. So whatever you're making, you're going to put 10% for God and then 10% for for saving. And then you'll find that everything else will fall into place. And so it's good to have a game plan. And I'm proud to say that I'm a good saver. (laughs) So. so, um, But all of these things, um, all of those topics that I just mentioned kind of they kind of work with each other of all of the things that you need to consider when you want to be a good financial steward. So definitely check out all of, all of those things. And we're going to have way more um, information included in the show notes. So don't forget to check that out. And we hope you enjoyed this episode. We hope that we gave you some helpful tips or maybe uh, jarred some questions. Definitely reach out and throw your questions our way. We'd love to chat with you. Uh, some more and just to let you know new episodes are coming out every Monday so don't forget to uh, check those out and Steph why don't you tell us what's coming up Mm -hmm. so coming up our first episode that'll be out in June we'll be teaching writing 
Is it always a challenge? Seems to be in my house, but anyway, I'm looking forward to <laughs> listening to that one. Then we've got uh, after that on June 12th is going to be how can we celebrate the homeschool dad and June 19th teachable moments, interruptions or appointments. Mm -hmm. So that is coming up. We've got all kinds of episodes already behind us, much more coming up in the future. So if you are listening to this, either on a podcast platform, you'll be able to see them all there, but also just go over to our website. Well, you'll see all the episodes there and all the show notes. That's the valuable stuff you're going to get on our website. So homeschoolshow.com. And Mm -hmm. I will just close us off in a prayer. Mm Mm-hmm. Dear Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to be good financial stewards, and most importantly, that we teach that to our kids. Help us to use your word that has so much financial wisdom in it, uh, that we can use your word to be able to guide our, our own decisions in money and to be able to guide our children in good decisions with money. Help us to be uh, open and and just follow follow your ways that we can really lead our kids and be comfortable talking about money and be comfortable uh, sharing of their money. And most importantly, that they are just using money to your will, God, and to your good works and that that they are just giving to you faithfully, just as as you love us to do, that you like us to be a cheerful giver in every situation. We thank you and praise you. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening and don't forget to subscribe.